Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the MU Tech Talk podcast. I am Matt Hinker. In just a little bit, we will be joined by David Byers, a customer and dealer service specialist and outboard service tech. We will be discussing a little bit about what the Mercury or a service call support center expects to have the technicians to have ready for when they call in. But first and foremost, what I actually want to quickly talk about is an MU update. So at Mercury University, we actually have launched a whole new feature called the Learning Doc. It'll actually be a tile on your landing page as soon as you log into MercuryUniversity.com. Something I really want to point out, though, is that you won't have access to this Learning Doc until you accept single sign-on invite that you should be getting from your technical account managers. So it's really important that if you get that email, if and when you get that email from your technical account manager, go through the process step-by-step and join the single sign-on system, which will make your lives much easier. And then also you'll be able to access the learning doc, which has a whole host of great features that will really help technicians. Um, If you have any questions or wondering exactly how the learning doc works or how it's really going to help you, there is a a video in the Mercury University how-to videos tile. So if you click on that tile and then go to the learning doc video, you'll see a nice little tutorial video that showcases all the benefits and features that the learning doc has to offer for you. All right, and now David Byers is going to be joining us. David, welcome. Thanks, Matt. Good morning. Yeah, not a problem. Good morning to you as well, David. Now, David, we're going to talk about something that we've actually discussed before here on the Tech Talk podcast, and that is what you guys on the phones here at Mercury Marine, the information you guys would like to have technicians that they have ready before calling, correct? All right. So let me ask you before we kind of get into the specific information that you want the technicians to have ready, is there maybe perhaps also any types of diagnostic tests that maybe you would hope are also done before they call in? Some basic tests that maybe would be important before they call in? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, if it's a running issue, do your basic checks. You know, do you have good fuel? Um, do you have spark? what is your fuel pressure Um, that's a big one i can't tell you how many times i'll ask you know what what, what's your fuel pressure and i have a dealer respond with oh it's good good does (laughs) not mean anything to us up here i I, i've looked through hundreds of service manuals i have not found the spec good written any service manual um what what's the number that's that's the big thing we really want to see you know and if if that running issue is at wide open throttle, what's the fuel pressure at wide open throttle? I don't care what it does at idle at that point. I mean, I do. I would like to know what it is, but ultimately, you know, what's the what's the pressure while the issue is happening? But your basic checks. I mean, check your fuel, check your spark. You know, check compression if it's a running issue. If it's you know some sort of electrical issue, check your battery voltage. You know, just just your basic stuff that. We may overlook as a technicians because, oh, we, we know it's probably a good thing, but, you know, I'm up here staring at a computer screen. You're looking at the engine. I need to know the basics so we can move on to the more complex issues. Right. That makes a lot of sense. That's kind of what I figured. I I, I know I've heard some stories that uh, sometimes uh, guys will call in and they haven't performed some of the more basic checks, and then that can sometimes actually help them lead lead them in the right direction to their actual issue. Or even, you know, they call in and say, well, the boat's doing this. Have you heard of it before? And the boat's not even at the dealership yet. They haven't even looked at it yet. Mm. I mean, that's that we're just guessing at that point without right, right, yeah. basic information. 
<laughs> a little get, get starts getting a little speculative at that point. And that's not helpful to anybody. Okay. So let's go ahead and kind of get into it. So we'll kind of maybe guess we'll play pretend almost a little bit. So if a, a, a technician is calling in, they're calling you, they're going to, you answer the phone. What is, what is the, the base information that you want them to have ready for you? What's the type of information you're going to ask of them right off the get go? You know, name, dealer number, serial number of the engine we're working on. Um, engine hours, if they, um, engine hours preferably, just so we know, you know, what they've done, you know, what the complaint of the issue was. Mm -hmm. Preferably, if they were able, you know, to recreate the issue, I highly recommend trying to recreate the issue, not just taking the customer's word. And then just the, you know, some basic information, you know, if it's a running complaint, you know, what RPM is it happening at? Is it doing it at idle? Is it doing it at 3,500 RPM? You know, three-quarter throttle doesn't really mean much to me either because that could be subjective to different engines. But just have that the basic complaint information and, you know, what they've done so far and stuff like that really would be just useful. Yeah, a lot of that would make a lot of sense to have them ready to go for you guys because that'll, that'll obviously, that'll help you guys on the phones get them their their res to a resolution quicker won't it correct yes so that's that's kind of the idea here is we're trying to help we're trying to help technicians get their problem resolved faster which of course is better because then the sooner they they know what the issue is the sooner they can fix it the sooner the boat is back in the customer's hands exactly and the customer is hopefully hap happy which is my goal <laughs> correct and that's i think that's everyone's goal i'd imagine that's the technician and the dealer's goal as well because happy customers means they keep coming back Agreed. So let me ask you a couple more questions. One, is there is there any of those particulars that you went over that seems to be the most commonly missed? Like you get a lot of that information, but it seems more often than not, one of those seems to be missing more often than the others. Probably, you know, recreating the issue. Mm -hmm. I get a lot of dealers who just go off of the customer's word. And nothing against the customers, but most of them are not technicians. So they really don't understand what's actually happening outside of, oh, you know, it's got an issue. You know, it's doing this, but they don't really understand what exactly it's doing. Um, so I see that a lot, you know, people not, you know, going out, actually recreating the issue. You know, even if that takes a lake test, you know, sometimes running issues are going to need that. Um, or even just, you know... The fuel pressure thing that's that's big um, you know not actually checking it just saying it's good and not writing down any numbers stuff like that you got an alarm not hooking up with g3 and looking at the codes and just seeing what's there to begin with now i have another question for you are there is there any specific information that you might want that is specific to a product type for example uh, say joystick piloting or um, V6, V8, outboards, or V12 for that matter. Is there anything in particular for just some uh, specific product that you might want that you may not need from a different uh, product or engine? Really, the only thing that comes to mind is the, the joystick, or I guess really anything DTS related as well. We, you know, it's good to know what style DTS you have, especially now that we just, you know, released our. DTS Gen 2, you know, are you still using Gen 1? Are you using Gen 2 DTS? Or for joystick, you know, what joystick setup are we talking about? There's mm -hmm. 
design one joystick that's all chrome there's the design two joystick that's the chrome and black with the lights and then we've got the two different type the joystick actuators and knowing what we're talking about which versions is very very helpful because there's a lot of differences between the two yeah. especially with joystick I guess we'll wrap it up with this then. Is there anything else in particular that's especially relevant to this topic that you would really like the technicians to know before they call into the Mercury University? Uh, let me rephrase that because <clears throat> I was about to say Mercury University. <clears throat> okay, let me, let's wrap this up with one further, with one more question, David. Anything else in particular that you really would like the technicians at the dealers to know before calling into Mercury's support line? So I guess if they're calling in about a, a joystick issue, it'd be really useful to have them already have looked up and filled out service bulletin 2021-16, which is basically just an information gathering bulletin for joystick. It it basically is going over the you know the basic information of the boat, you know, the brand, the model, how many engines, how many helms your serial numbers, um, we have you make a G3 full report, you know, what the complaint is, we have you make some TVM recordings, um, and then, you know, what you've done so far. Having that all together with those recordings ready to go, the G3 report ready to go, at that point, we would probably have you email that into us while you're on the phone with us so we can look at the data basically, um, you know, live, so to speak, and hopefully get you a resolution sooner with joystick it's so complex now with the technology in there that being able to see the numbers really really helps us out so let me ask you this if say for example a technician has a joystick boat and they haven't filled all this out are are they essentially going to get told hey we need we need all this information so get all that and then call back Depending on the situation, yeah, most likely. It's just going to help us out so much having that right. all ready to go and in front of us so we can help diagnose it. All right, that makes a lot of sense. So that is a lot of the stuff that you already talked about, especially for joystick-specific boats. So it looks like that list contains a lot of that stuff in terms of, you know, the which joystick uh, system is being used, which actuator and stuff like that. So. Technicians, if you want to save yourself a little bit more time, you have all that stuff ready before you call in, especially for a joystick boat. Now, there's another service bulletin you'd like to cover a little bit as well that's relevant to this topic, correct, David? Um, it's just kind of relevant to, you know, anytime you're you're doing a, a warranty claim. It's basically just discussing, it's bulletin 2018-02, um, and it's basically just discussing what labor-wise, we're paying for as far as using G3. Um, we get that question a lot on, you know, warranty claims. Oh, I had to use G3 to hook up to it. How much time do I get? Or, um, you know, I had to do X, Y, and Z in G3. You know, what do, what do I use labor code-wise? And that bulletin kind of just spells it out. Um, ultimately, any warranty claim has to have something in the hours of operation field to be submitted. It's not going to go through without that. Um, so we ultimately came out with this bulletin. So if you hook up, you know, with G3 to just get engine hours, 
we've got labor rates that pay you for for that. It's 0.2 hours. If you've hooked up with G3 to get hours and you did some testing with G3, you know, some actuator tests or um, something like that, any of the diagnostic tax tests, we have another labor rate for 0.4 hours. Um, obviously, if the boat is too old, doesn't have anything with a um, G3 hookup, um, you know, we kind of just tell you to, you know, if it doesn't have an hour meter, just kind of estimate. It just, there has to be something in there for that warranty claim to go through. So I guess to reiterate or to, to yeah, reiterate is for any warranty work, you guys are absolutely going to need the hours on the engine. Correct. Okay. Well, I think that's all we need to cover. Is there, again, is there anything else you'd like to uh, quickly go over before we uh, we call it the end? Yes, um, just kind of uh, information for everyone out there. Um, a lot of our techs, you know, they know our tech service email up here now, and we get a lot of unsolicited emails where they'll just send in an email and say, oh, hey, I got this problem, what should I do? Um, you really need to have a phone call going before you email anything into us. Mm. We don't really monitor the email in that in that sense. It's really more of a, you know, hey, I talked to Matt and I said, email me this in. And then we look at the email and wait for that to come through and um, look at it that way. But if it's just an unsolicited email that you guys are sending in, have a call in first is the big thing. We're a call center. Ultimately, we're not an email center. So uh, <laughs> call in first and <laughs> we'll help you out from there. <laughs> All right, great. David, I want to thank you so much for joining us and providing this information. No problem. Glad to help out. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's really good information. Hopefully, uh, the technicians, you guys hear it. Um, it's important that you guys try to have this information ready to go before you call in. It really will not only be helpful to the folks on the, the, the dealer support line here at Mercury Marine, but also will help you as well because you'll have that information ready to go. In fact, you may run some tests that actually point you to the problem. You don't even maybe have to make the phone call, so it might save you a phone call and will also make the phone call you do have to make go by faster, which is helpful to everybody. Once again, I'd like to thank David Byers for joining us. This has been the MU Tech Talk.